0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. We're talking with Judge Andrew Napolitano, commentator, author, Superior Court judge, and even considered, weren't you, for the U.S. Supreme Court by former President Donald Trump?
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> you know, he's such a character. He, he invited me uh... to speak with him about the court this is about three weeks after he was elected so about a month and a half before he was uh... inaugurated and i didn't realize that it was an interview of me which uh, included uh... mike pence steve bannon newt gingrich jared kushner uh... and the president-elect himself it was very flattering Um i actually recommended to him uh, the person that he ultimately chose for that seat uh, which is uh, now Justice Neil Gorsuch, uh, whose views most align with, in my view, the president's, uh, President Trump's, and mine, and it was probably uh, the most libertarian, most uh, freedom-oriented uh, member of the uh, court as we speak.
0: Judge Napolitano, what was your reaction when you learned about the leaked draft opinion regarding the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, which reveals the high court is poised to overturn Roe v. Wade?
1: Well, my initial reaction was this is a fraud because these things just don't happen. And then I started to read it and I thought, well, no, this is a serious opinion. And then, of course, within hours, the court acknowledged uh, that it was a, a true draft. Uh, written by my uh, boyhood friend and Princeton classmate, Justice Sam Alito. I read it. Uh, I was ecstatic in its reversal of Roe versus Wade. I believe that abortion is homicide, and it should be outlawed everywhere under all circumstances, that babies in the womb are entitled to the same protection uh, as those of us who are postnatal. On the other hand, there probably are, is not enough votes in the Supreme Court for a a position as drastic as that. So the midpoint is to invalidate uh, Roe v. Wade, to find once and for all that it was wrong then and is wrong now that there is no federally protected right to kill a baby uh, in the womb, and that because health care, I'm summarizing Justice uh, Alito's draft opinion, assuming it's going to become a final opinion, health care and criminal law uh, are are left to the states. So if you want to live in a place where you can have an abortion up to the moment of birth, come to New Jersey, go to New York, go to California. If you want to live in a place where life is respected, even in the womb, go to uh, Texas or Florida or Oklahoma or Mississippi. As Ronald Reagan used to say, you can vote with your feet.
0: Judge, so how did this Supreme Court case in which the Jackson Women's Health Organization is really suing over Mississippi's law, a state law, banning abortions after the first 15 weeks of pregnancy get enjoined to the broader Roe v. Wade case since the case is Dobbs versus Jackson and not a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade?
1: Well, it actually is a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade because the... Um, The Attorney General of Mississippi, just parenthetically, a former law clerk to the late Justice Antonin Scalia, has asked the court to invalidate Roe v. Wade, and the court said, we accept this uh, challenge, and then uh, said to the um, people suing the state of Mississippi – present a defense of Roe v. Wade. That, of course, opened up the floodgates. There are about 35 or 40 what we call amici briefs. Uh, amici is Latin for friends, friends of the court. So people on both sides, uh, all sorts of think tanks and and legal scholars and activist groups with um, with uh, legal staffs have submitted opinions as to why Roe v. Wade should be upheld and why Roe v. Wade Uh, should be invalidated. So the issue of the validation or invalidation of Roe v. Wade uh, is before the court. But, Deborah, I was not surprised at this outcome at all, and I'll tell you why. This goes back to the Texas case. Mississippi bans abortions after 15 weeks. Roe v. Wade, which as we speak is still the law of the land, says the states cannot ban abortions until 24 weeks. Texas bans abortions after six weeks. The abortion providers in Texas asked the Supreme Court to enjoin, to stop the enforcement of the Texas law until after the Mississippi case came down. And the Supreme Court said no. That means that for the first time since 1830, 1830, 31 years before the Civil War, the Supreme Court allowed a state legislature to invalidate a federal rule. So that was sort of tipping their hands as to which way they were going to go on Roe versus Wade. And that vote was five to four, with the Chief Justice joining the three uh, more liberal members of the court. So um, unless the Chief Justice can change somebody's mind, Decides to join the majority. It looks like this will be a five-to-four vote to repeal Roe versus Wade, repeal Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which modified Roe versus Wade but basically upheld it, and leave the entire issue of abortion up to the states.
0: So we're talking with people are
1: complaining that they can't get abortions. Really mean they can't get abortions in certain states, but in half the states of the union they'll be able to get abortions whenever they want, which to me as a pro-life person is horrific, but it's better than abortion everywhere.
0: All right. We're talking with Judge Andrew Napolitano. Now, this leaked draft opinion judge was written by Justice Samuel Alito. Do you think the leaker is from his chambers?
1: No. And I don't know who the leaker is. The theory is that it's one of two people. It's either someone on the conservative side who is worried that one of the five who preliminarily agreed to the opinion might be wavering, and they want to sort of embarrass this person so he or she won't change his mind from the initial vote, or it's somebody from the other side who knows that that person is wavering and they want to scare the person out of the majority for fear that the the House of Cards is going to come down. So it's probably – I don't think it's an outside person. I don't think anybody hacked into the Supreme Court computer. I think it's somebody on the inside who had lawful access to this. Now, whoever it was, if a lawyer will surely be disbarred, if a um, uh, federal employee will surely uh, be fired, might be a hero to his or her side of this the pro-abortion or the pro-life side, but still it was horrific. You know, Deborah, Roe versus Wade itself was leaked about three days before it was due to come down, but it was the final product that was leaked. What this person did by leaking a work in progress has made it nearly impossible for that work to be improved upon because if, if the final decision is different by one sentence— from the opinion that was leaked, all we're going to do is debate about why they changed this, why they make this change, were they afraid, did they react to public opinion. And that's not right. I mean, the Supreme Court is not intended to be transparent, and it's not intended to be responsive to the will of the people. It's the anti-democratic branch of the government. Its job is to say what the Constitution means and what the federal statutes mean, though the heavens fall. That's not me, though the heavens fall. That phrase is above the Supreme Court bench in the Supreme Court courtroom in Latin. Let there be justice, though the heavens fall. This is not one of the popular branches of government.
0: Chief Justice John Roberts, judges, called for an investigation, of course, into this leak. So what federal agency or agencies would investigate this?
1: Well, the U.S. Marshals uh, work for the uh, judicial branch, and they have an investigative uh, division, um, parenthetically, uh, staffed by ex-FBI agents, (laughs) so they know how to conduct investigations. But knowing this chief justice, as I do, he's not going to go to the FBI. He's not going to go to the executive branch of the government and say, hey, would you investigate this uh, leak? Now, if the U.S. Marshals find that the leaker was also a hacker that is hacked into somebody else's computer in order to get it, well, that's a federal crime. And then they have to pass it on to the Department of Justice, which will decide whether or not there's enough evidence to prosecute. But if the leaker is somebody uh, among the 50 or so human beings, including the nine justices, who had lawful access to this – Well, then then there is no crime, but there is the the punishment of disbarment and the punishment of uh, of being fired. But the U.S. Marshals will do the investigation.
0: And Chief Justice Roberts has said that the draft opinion is not final. So what would change the outcome ahead of that final decision that we're expecting this June or July? Would the justices be at all swayed by public opinion or demonstrations?
1: I hope they're not swayed by public opinion or demonstrations for the reasons i just articulated, that they're not – they don't exist to reflect the popular will. They exist to interpret the Constitution uh, and interpret the laws. Um, The chief justice is right. The first draft, which is what this document says it is, if if you look at it, it says uh, right on the front page in yellow or yellow highlighting first draft. That rarely is – the final opinion, uh, because the other justices in the majority have an opportunity to, to tinker with it. Uh, and then even the dissent has the opportunity to attack it. And so it could be rewritten in order to uh, r- repel an attack from the dissent. So the final decision could be significantly different from this. I doubt that the outcome or the rationale will be different. But the wording could very well be different.
0: And what do you expect that the final outcome will be?
1: Five to four, with the Chief Justice uh, dissenting with the liberal justices uh, in favor of reversing Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, with a bitter, 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 stinging uh, dissent by my friend, Justice Sonia Sotomayor. She is almost, I'm going by by knowing her personally and listening to the oral argument, she's almost taking this personally. uh, But I think you'll see the dissent of all dissents from
0: her. And uh, Judge, anything else you want to say on this broad topic at all?
1: Well, for those of us who believe that the baby in the womb is a person, um, personhood is not up for, for, um, for debate by legislatures, meaning if the legislature is going to make homicide a law for for postnatal people, it should make homicidal law for prenatal people. Any government that thinks it has the power to take personhood away from humans uh, is a very, very dangerous and tyrannical uh, government. On the other hand, Roe versus Wade, in my view, is a tyrannical evil. Anything you can do to reduce that evil, even in baby steps, is a good thing to do.
0: Judge, thank you very much for your time and for being with the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you for all of your
1: insight. All, all, the, all the best to you, Deborah. It's my pleasure. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.